Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 12th day of November, 2019. It is a Tuesday. My name is Nick. There is Radio's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J, nice short day for you yesterday. Uh, What was something productive that you did on your Monday? Nothing. Not a thing? Nothing productive at all? I made dinner. That's productive. Yeah. What was on the menu? Pizza. Now, wait, did you make it from scratch or did you call it? Or I did not make the dough from scratch. It was pre-made dough. Okay. Then made the... You know, I don't blame like, you there at all. Was it, But then as I was eating, I'm like, you know, I mean, pre-made pizza dough is never the greatest, especially when it comes in one of those cans. Oh, it's like a Pillsbury one? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, you know, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it and make the damn pizza dough yourself. So I might do that next time. So you were just disappointed get, in the crust. But the pizza was yeah. good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you put you know cheese and meat on something and melt it. Did you uh, make wrong. the sauce from scratch as well, or was this? No, out of no. I wasn't that productive after all, I guess, huh? <laughs> well, uh, l- l- hang on. I'm going to reserve judgment. What were the toppings on the pizza? Cheese. Okay. Mushrooms. Okay. Uh, some pepperoni. I put jalapenos on mine. Okay. Uh, that um, and and that's about it. Oh, the oregano, some oregano, parsley. Okay. So, not really a lot of meat. I thought maybe you had cooked up some meat or something and put it on there, like some ground beef or something. Yeah, just what we had at the house. Sausage. So, just pepperoni. All right, yeah, I'm not going to call that. I mean, listen, you, you got motivated. You made dinner. I think that's definitely a star. I'll call it productive. Well, sure. listen, there, nobody eats in the house if I don't make dinner, so. Well, thank God for you then, right? Yep. Everybody survives. You think then that people would clean up? Nope. It's not how that works. So you did the dishes too? No. Uh, well, yeah, I cleaned up a little bit. That's, so that's the thing. <laughs> like, that's my protest is I don't make dinner for three or four nights in a row. People start going, what, what's going on? I'm like, clean up after us, okay? I'm cooking dinner here. What are you doing? <laughs> the wife's working. She shouldn't have to do it. Right. And she cleaned that up the gutters earlier this person. week. <laughs> well, two They know who they are. No, the other one is in and out, so. Oh. Like the Burger Gene? Yep. Today on the show, Big J is going to select a movie for you to watch and review in 24 hours. It's called Streaming Dumbass. That's going to happen before we hit 7 o'clock. 8.30 gives you another chance for the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. We gave away $200 yesterday. We would like to echo that, if at all possible, this morning echo, on the show. Echo, echo, echo. And, of course, we also will have uh, tickets to give away and some fun to be had with Pop Culture Smackdown and bad impressions over the course of the show. And it gets started with important stuff. When news breaks, we're the first there to muck it. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. You cannot dispute the fact that sleep is pretty great. Agree or disagree, Big J? It is pretty fantastic. But apparently it's not as great as binge-watching your favorite television show. A poll of more than 20,000 Americans found that 60, excuse me, 88% say they have stayed up late to watch multiple episodes of a TV show or a streaming series. That included 95% of respondents age 18 to 44. Other activities people reported losing sleep to, playing video games, watching sports, or reading. Experts say chronically skipping on sleep can increase your risk of health issues, mood disorders, even increase your risk of getting into a damn car accident. So I ask you, Big J, have you stayed up late to watch a television show? Yes, I stayed up late last night, or not last night, the night before, to watch Rick and Morty. (laughs) Did you uh, stay up late? Have you stayed up late to play video games? 
No, not in a really long time. I'm not even going to ask you about reading. I know the answer to that already. So, uh, there you go. You but go you definitely hell. would be in the positive side of things. Well, you're the one who's Well, I mean, April. listen, I just went to the doctor not that long ago, and he was adamant, you know, to keep a sleep pattern, you know, for your health is really important. And so I've been doing my best to do that. I mean, I even missed the end of the game last night because oh, I went to bed. Oh, no. I know. Uh, so, it's uh, mm. good, though. Health is important, right? Yeah. And being able to have the power to turn off the TV is sometimes the hardest thing to do, I would think. Well, I got that discipline. That's for sure. You're nothing if not disciplined. If it's about to go to sleep time, I got that discipline. I'll do it every time. Click. Seattle Seahawks handed the San Francisco 49ers their first loss of the season last night. That's what you missed, Big J. They got a 27-24 overtime victory before the 49ers home fans. Jason Myers got a 42-yard field goal as time expired in overtime. Chase McLaughlin, the rookie kicker that was filling in for Robbie Gould, had a chance to win it. But I, I don't think I've seen a field goal miss that bad in a long time. God, I man. mean, he just hooked The that pressure thing. got to him. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, but Seattle had blown an early opportunity to win overtime, too. I mean, they were marching right down that field, and Russell Wilson was uh, through a bad pass and got picked off at the four-yard line. Uh, which is the second red zone interception in overtime in the last 25 years, according to stats. Yeah, once the NFL teams get down there in overtime, they usually either put it in or kick a field goal, and that was the first time in a long time that there was a pick. But it was a good game, and congratulations to the Seahawks. And listen, the 49ers season isn't done yet. Uh, you're 8-1. and one. That's nothing to sneeze at. Hopefully between now and the next game, uh, the receivers of the 49ers can learn to catch the damn ball. Whoa! Well, the same can be said for the Seattle defense. That game could have been over had they gotten all the interceptions that they dropped. Yeah, but uh, they wouldn't have had half those interceptions had the wide receivers and the Niners caught the ball that hand landed in their hands. His Dark Materials is a television show that stars Ruth Wilson. Got off to a great start for both the BBC and HBO last week, but appeared to be faltering in its second outing. About 5.7 million viewers tuned in this past Sunday. That's down from 7.2 who watched the series premiere. In its first foray, it snagged about uh, 700,000 viewers uh, for HBO. It's one of the cable's best Monday debuts. But again, they're waiting to see how the second episode follows up. I'm not sure. I completely forgot that this was on the TV, to be honest. I saw the previews, but I didn't know it was already on. Plus, I'm an episode behind on Watchmen. i got to get that together before I worry about his dark materials. But it is there. It's okay. The critics say it's okay. Uh, whether or not the viewers it's just okay i guess i mean i'm not i don't know the source material so i i don't really have anything to play myself off of i did see the movie but i don't remember anything about the movie other than michelle pfeiffer and the polar bears with the helmets on that's all i can remember in my head when i can think about his dark material very popular book series but that's all i know morning after with naked big j first round of important stuff in the bag It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday, we dig through Netflix to try to find three movies that maybe, just maybe, Big J hasn't come in contact with in his personal or professional life. Strip away the stars, the director, the studio that brought you stuff, and you're left with just something called a plot. And based on that brief plot description from Netflix, uh, Big J has to select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. Are you ready to accept the challenge, Big J? I'm ready. Today's, uh, I guess, common theme is from a category I have never seen pop up on Netflix before. And I don't know why it got there, but it popped up and it said, 
Canadian movies. And I was like, oh, okay. Canadian movies. I don't know if all these movies take place in Canada. I don't know if they were made by Canadians. I don't know if it was Canadian studios that brought them together. I don't know. But it just said Canadian movies. And some of these clearly take place in America. So, all right, eh? Uh, so here we go. You have to select a movie out of these three. Movie number one. Four women, whose only common ground is their kids' preschool class, decide to get together for a harmless dinner. The night begins as a disaster, but the combination of alcohol, karaoke, and a cute bartender leads to an unforgettable night where these seemingly different women realize they have more in common than motherhood and men. Movie number two. In the near future, the American Midwest is a desert. In his attempt to take hold of the economic recession, a government agency exiles members of society deemed unproductive and banishes them to a colony known as New Eden. An ambitious and impartial caseworker, Noah Cross, investigates a case appealed by a single mother and her son. Knowing the unjust fate of the innocent boy, Cross sets off to save the lives of the mother and child. Movie number three. Troubled Hollywood actress is considering a career-boosting return playing her own mother, also a legendary film star. Her son Benji is a spoiled, multi-millionaire child star, recently returned to public life following a spell in rehab. When Havana hires an unknown person named Agatha as her new assistant on her friend Carrie Fisher's personal recommendation, it reveals dangerous secrets that they would all prefer to keep buried. Movie number one, movie wow. number two, or movie number three, Big J? These all sound like winners to all me. All right, uh, look at this now. Um... I'm going to go with, I think, I think, I feel like movie number one is a comedy, so I'm going to go with movie number one. Okay. Uh, two of the three were comedies. Movie number one was definitely the comedy. You passed on movie number two. That was called The Humanity Bureau. <laughs> that stars Nick Cage and Sarah Lynn. Oh, damn. You passed on movie number three. That was called Maps to the Stars. That stars Julianne Moore and Robert Pattinson. Oh, and God. you will be watching a movie called Fun Mom Dinner. That stars Tony Collette, who has been on several of these streaming dumbasses. Yeah. I'm starting to think you might be a fan. And former guest of the morning after, Katie Astleton. So you'll be uh, checking that out. Oh, as nice. Well. Uh, she from The League, of course, if you're yeah. not familiar. So Fun Mom Dinner is the movie Big J will be watching and reviewing. You can do so as well. If you'd like to play the home game, he'll give you a review in about 24 hours. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is a question for many every time they travel, specifically when they fly from one destination to the other. The question is, to recline or not to recline, Big J? Now, uh, back in the day, airlines had a little bit more room. It's not just because people are getting bigger. Basically, what happened was, back in the day when airlines, anywhere from uh, the 1970s all the way up through the early to mid-1990s, you had about 36 inches of pitch. That is what airlines call the measure of legroom that you have between one space of the seat and the next. However, as airlines continue to jam as many rows into airplanes as they possibly can, these seats are down to about 26 inches. Not a whole lot, Big J, between your feet and the next seat in front of you. Boy, don't I know it. And so, if somebody reclines their seat in front of you, it becomes even less of a amount of space. And so Yahoo started looking into it, and they decided it really is a question about morals. I mean, if you recline your seat in, in an airplane, number one, there's not a whole hell of a lot of recline there. You know what I mean? It's not a generous amount of space that you are gaining if you recline your seat, whether you want to sleep or not. But what the reality of the situation is, is you just really don't give a rat's ass about anybody else but you. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the person behind you now can no longer probably access their drop-down tray as much as they could, whether they're the skinniest person in the world or not. And it'll cut right into their stomach. And so uh, if it's pitched down to the total way that it's allowed to on most airlines. And so it's just basically saying, hey, you're screwed and I'm comfortable or I'm going to try to be as comfortable as I can be. So I don't care about you or what's going on behind me. So why don't airlines lock their seats, Big J? Because it really is a pain in the ass for everybody involved. And the answer is simple. Uh, Because it would be an admission that they no longer care about even have any real semblance of your comfort. Airlines are already stacking you in there like cargo. There's no two ways about it. They just don't want you to know that that's the case. There's this, I guess, illusion of comfort if you are allowed to put your seat back if you want to. Even though I think most people don't. Give us a damn survey, and then we'll all just tell you, we would rather you just not have that available to make us all feel a little bit better and rest at ease. Right? Yeah, I mean, I guess I've been lucky. I can't remember the last time somebody in front of me has reclined the seat, and I've never done it, ever. Because I just don't feel like it's appropriate, nor is it any more comfortable than how I'm currently sitting. I mean, like I said, the difference is so minute already. Yeah, yeah. but I see people do it sometimes, and I just go, man, why would you bother? But to each their own, I suppose, and that's what the airline is going to say. Congratulations to Mets first baseman Pete Alonso and Astros DH Jordan Alvarez. They were named Rookies of the Year yesterday. Alonso led the majors with 53 home runs. He got 29 of 30 first place votes with the National League honor. Alvarez won all 30 place, place votes with the American League. He hit 27 homers, battered 313 in 87 games after debuting in June. That's the fewest by any position player to win the AL Rookie of the Year as far as games played in order to win it, but he was lights out ever since joining the club in June. Seahawks won in overtime. San Francisco 49ers took their first loss of the season, 27-24 the final score. Uh, Jason Myers kicked a 42-yard field goal as time expired in the extra period to give them the win. Seahawks now uh, 8-2, and and the 49ers 8-1 on the season. Not too bad. Big J, the story that will never go away. Maybe it will now that Disney Plus is out and there's some new... Or will there, Are there any immediate Marvel TV series available to watch? Uh, not that I know of. No. I haven't... It's coming yet, later, but... right? Nothing yes. is available on the debut day. I know the Star Wars stuff is, but not the actual Marvel stuff. But this whole Marvel and Martin Scorsese story is just never going to die. Well, because Scorsese won't shut up. It's true. Well, it's no, it's because people keep asking him about it. He's answering questions but while he's on this say tour. Pass. Well, I know, but nobody would. That's just not the kind of person he's ever been. And now Kevin Feige is uh, responding. And he was talking about that to the Hollywood Reporter. And Kevin said, quote, I think it's not true. I think it's unfortunate. Fahey says when he was asked about the notion that superhero movies are a negative thing for cinema, he says, I think myself and everybody who works on these movies loves cinema, loves movies, loves going to the movies, loves to watch a communal experience in a movie theater full of people. And, of course, four of the top ten highest grossing films of all time have come from Marvel, so uh, audience goers tend to agree with uh, the Marvel universe as well. And that makes sense to me. So, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. We still haven't heard a bunch of people weigh in on it. (laughs) I'm sure everybody's going to have their opinion be asked of them. Whether or not they give that is entirely up to them. Morning After with Nick and Big J. On the way, some We're Going to Hell action. Point three, the X rocks. 
We are going to China for today's We're Going to Hell story. There we're going to meet a 30-year-old man named Zhang Benzing. Zhang had a cold, Big J. A common cold? A common cold. A CC, as we call him around here. And they have an opportunity for him to go to the doctor because, quite frankly, he was he was having some breathing problems, man. His nose was blocked. He couldn't get it unblocked. No matter how much he blew his nose, nothing was happening. He couldn't breathe, which means he wasn't sleeping well. I mean, it was just like the worst cold he has ever had. And then he was like, man, I just, I just keep smelling like this decaying smell. Like, does anybody else smell oh, it? Oh, God. It just That's... smells like something is decaying. That sounds like this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. <laughs> oh, no. Does anybody else smell that just like no. decaying No, Zang, we don't. That's exactly what his friends are saying. Like, what is inside of you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Go see somebody. Something has derailed inside of you. And so he went to the doctor and he's like, listen, I got a blocked nose. I'm smelling like decay all the time. I don't understand what's going on. Nobody else can smell it. I feel like I'm going crazy. Doctor, doctor, help. And so they took an x-ray, Big J. Guess what they found, my friend? Uh, some carcass or something. <laughs> okay. Well, you thought there was a dead something in his yeah, nose? Yeah, yeah, I did. Kind of, but not really. Uh, they found a tooth, Big J. A tooth has been growing in his nose for ten, 20 it's years. The, it's not the first time we've heard this, man. Oh, it's rare. Yeah. It is rare, but it absolutely has happened. And, and we actually, for the first time, have an explanation as to how it happened. So he was shocked to find out that there was a tooth inside of his nose that was causing, of course, the blockage of his nasal cavity. And, you know, because he hasn't been brushing that tooth in his nose, there's where the decay smell was coming from. Oh, gross, There was tooth man. decay going on, and it was basically rotting out, and he couldn't feel any pain for it. But he just was, that's one of those things that was happening. So doctors had to go in and remove it. And that's when Zhang started telling them the story of what happened. See, when he was 10 years old, Big J, apparently in China, the kid fell three floors from a mall, right? In a mall in China, busted his head up really good, needed 60 stitches on his Ooh, face. He's a survivor. Needed three months in the hospital and healed up okay. But what happened, and only broke one tooth in the process, but what actually happened was the injuries caused one of his tooth, I guess, to get dislodged and grew up and, or uh, get into his nasal cavity and it started growing in there. I mean, this is an adult tooth, Big J, that was growing yeah. in his nasal cavity that was blocking things up since he's been 10 years old. So doctors were like, well, yeah, I guess we've heard that in, in facial trauma victims and that kind of stuff before. It's rare, but that would make sense as to where it came from. So the good news is they yanked his damn tooth out of his nose. He went underwent the medical procedure. Now he can breathe okay. The smell of decay is gone. And he feels like a new man. Isn't that nice? A good ending to it all. Just a weird situation where he had a grown-up tooth growing in his damn nose. Not something that you see every day. But it is certainly something that doctors are able to help out with, so way to go, doctors. I mean, poor kid, dude. Yeah, no, that sounds like a horror show. The whole thing, that's like nightmare fuel, you know what I mean? Yeah. By God. Glad he's okay. Glad his tooth is yanked out of his nose. 30-minute medical procedure was all those things, man. Yeah, I don't, really, I don't know if they make a nose toothbrush. I mean, I don't know how you get up there. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. How's Disney Plus doing this morning? We'll give you details next on the X-Rock. 
And as rise against that is Savior here on 100.3 The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Happy Disney Plus Day to you, Big J. Thank you. Uh, you have already signed up, correct or incorrect? Uh, yeah, my, my daughter signed us up. Okay. So it's a family account, as it were. Yeah. And you have the uh, the ability, but you haven't watched anything yet. Is that correct? Right. I mean, it went live midnight? allegedly at midnight. Yeah. Do you know if she watched anything? I don't know. Uh, I imagine if she was up early enough to sign up, she probably did, right? Or late enough to sign up, she probably did, right? Well, I mean, you could sign up anytime. Oh, I see. But you just got the e-log information today. Yesterday. Yesterday. Okay, so then she was ahead of the game. Never mind. But uh, how is the launch going? And the answer is uh, not very well. The Disney Plus app has been plagued with problems all day today. Yeah, I couldn't log in. The streaming service had its servers have not been handle, able to handle the influx of users that are amped up for what it seems like the only really new thing up there is the Mandalorian. So it's Star Wars fans, obviously, that are jumped on and ready to go. Uh, and if you got on early, early, early last night, or early this morning, I should say, you should have had an opportunity to watch it. But anybody that's tried to log in today so far has not done very well. Now, there's been ample hype feeding the launch of this particular app, but obviously Disney was going to have an idea as to how many people needed to be re, uh, prepared for it, and it clearly isn't. It only launched today in the United States, Canada, and Netherlands. The rest of the world is coming up next week. So it's not even the full brunt force of the Disney Plus subscribers that are jumped on. So right now it's having some issues. Uh, not sure when it's going to be done, but uh, there are thousands of reports of video and login issues that began early this morning and are continuing throughout the morning. So right now, the Disney Plus app that maybe you are excited to get started with Mandalorian isn't quite working just yet. Uh, apparently, there's been some reports of people being able to download stuff and then it works, or they just had to download one episode and that's all they could get to, and that was it. But we were talking about this last night with a buddy of mine. Is The Mandalorian out, like, all of season one, or is it one episode per week? No, it's uh, not even per week. It's like uh, there's one episode comes out today, and then another comes out in a couple days. And then I think by by December, but before uh, the uh, the last uh, Jedi comes out, uh, the whole the whole thing will be out by then. Rise by of December, Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, um, like December 8th or something like that. Uh, so it, it, there's no rhyme or reason or schedule for it. It all just no, kind of I mean, randomly. No, schedule. I but, don't think it's random. But it's not like once a week. It's like no. every three or four days. Either way, uh, it's not available to binge. You have to wait a couple of days for a new episode. So there's only one episode at a time for The Mandalorian. But Big J, this is very on brand for Disney because there is the well-known story that, of course, when Disneyland first opened up in 1955, none of the rides were actually functioning. They just opened up for everybody to look around and see it. So this is very much a, a Disney running theme. Get things up and running before it's actually ready to go. And then figure it all out as you go on and people will still jump on board and have no problem with it. Also, uh, that line was in Jurassic Park, which you would be able to stream live and watch if Disney Plus was working. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Important Stuff. Quite frankly, I'm surprised this isn't already a thing. Because you know how companies have a tendency to jump on things that they know will make them money? Well, yeah. Uh, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm guessing it's just a matter of time, as yesterday over in China was Singles Day. Now, Singles Day is like the, hmm, I don't know, cousin 
of Valentine's Day. Because? It is, it, yeah, it's where people celebrate being single. Those are the people that aren't in relationships. You know how we celebrate anniversaries and Valentine's Day and all that kind of stuff. And for those that aren't in a relationship or currently decided not to be in one, you can feel a little left out, maybe even depressed. Yeah, man. Yeah, we... We were ahead of the game then. And so in the in the two, in the 1990s, about 1992, Chinese students came up with an idea for a, a holiday called Singles Day. And all of the uh, the big companies in China jumped on board. Greeting cards, specials online, all this kind of stuff. And they China made nearly 70 billion dollars in sales yesterday for Singles Day. It's an unofficial holiday. That is the world's busiest online shopping day. You know, we talk about Black Friday being the way that it is here in the States. Well, uh, it, it basically mocks the numbers made here in the States on that day because it's celebrated all over Asia. And the November 11th date was chosen because it was written with four singles. Get it? One, 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 one. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so the holiday has spread to other nations, but the attempt to export in the West have been less successful in part because the date is already Veterans Day here in the United States. And it's already Remembrance Day in Canada. So maybe there's going to be some other way that we can capitalize on it. But I'm guessing it's only a matter of time before companies jump on board and right. celebrate Singles Day. It seems like this is Brandy's leaving a lot of money on the table. Right. Like, I mean, this is his thing. And the single soundtrack, I mean, that's all him, man. <laughs> the yeah, movie, right. I mean, everything. It's all, uh, you could wrap that all up into one thing. And that's, it could be the day of Randy. Randy Day? It's got all kinds of connotations, doesn't it? It does. Uh, I'm guessing it's just a matter of time, especially with the numbers of money it's built in across the world. We just have to figure out when it fits in the calendar because it's an unofficial holiday. It's not like, much like Valentine's Day, it's not like you get a day off from work. You know what I mean? Right. It's just one of those days where you celebrate by it's throwing money. It's a commercial money. holiday. Exactly. Exactly. And it's one of the few that we have yet to take advantage of. Uh, and so it's a man. I mean, we celebrate Sandwich Day, for God's sake. You'd think we would celebrate Singles Day at some point. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks picked up a win last night against the San Francisco 49ers, handing them their first loss of the season, 27-24 in overtime. It was a Jason Myers 42-yard field goal as time expired that gave the Seahawks the win. Oh, make no mistake about it. It was Russell Wilson that gave those guys a win. It's true. Without that, that Without him... They got nothing. Well, he almost gave the game away at the uh, at the first uh, possession of overtime, he but then made up and for it. Taketh away. Made up for it with that scramble, which certainly put them in field goal range and gave them the win. Uh, Pete Alonso and Jordan Alvarez of the Mets and Astros were named the rookies of the year yesterday. Congratulations to both of them. And did you see Big J the Jeopardy clip? Jeopardy making me all I emotional didn't, yesterday. I didn't. I know. Uh, it, I didn't want to see it. Oh man, it was uh, it was rough. And there was a little bit more information about it in case you missed it. Jeopardy is hosting their Tournament of Champions, which is clearly a bunch of people that have won on Jeopardy before trying to get to the best of the best. And so these are people that have a little bit of a relationship with Alex Trebek. And uh, the, he, the gentleman that was in Final Jeopardy did not realize the answer. And so instead of writing down anything, he wrote, We heart you, Alex Trebek. And Alex didn't know it was coming and read it and started to like break up a little bit and get all emotional about it. 
it was uh, it was pretty sad and and tough to watch. And then uh, the gentleman that did that was on Twitter and uh, gave a little bit more levity to the story and said that how this was the particular episode. The filming of this is when before they started, Alex kind of came up uh, to the audience and said, "Hey, listen, we thought I was in remission. This is the, the show that he made the announcement that oh. we think it's coming back a little bit. I'm going to be much le- more more sporadic in the hosting of the show, and it's not going to be like I thought it was going to be." And so he said that hit everybody really really hard, and it was a tough show to do and then when he realized he didn't know the answer he thought he would pay tribute to Alex Trebek and it made him all emotional and it made me very sad. Jesus. So uh, heavy show but definitely worth it and the truth is there if you missed it you can check it out online for sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up a little bit of money perhaps for you. The All Cash $25,000 X Double Dare is coming up. $1,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. $200 yesterday. Let's try to do that again today for the all-cash $25,000 X double dare. It is time to get Caller X on the line. His name is Jason. Good morning, man. How are you? Not too bad. How's it going? Not too shabby. We'd like you to win some money this morning if that's all right. Big Jay's going to give you a couple of categories. You tell us which one you feel a little bit better about. Go ahead, Jay. Musician side projects and Discovery Channel shows. What are you thinking, sir? Uh, I'm thinking the side projects. All right, man. Good luck. All right, here's your $50 question. Velvet Revolver was one of many bands this legendary Guns N' Roses guitarist was part of. Axl Rose. Oh, no! Wrong! Jason! Oh, wait, no, it's Slash. Jason! Slash. Jason! Yeah, it is. It is Slash. It's Slash! It's Slash. I was just thinking... It's We have to take your first answer, dude. Yeah, man. Oh, man, I spoke too soon. Oh! That one hurt my heart. It hurt my heart. Uh, me too. Jason, I'm so sorry, brother. Uh, unfortunately. Oh, that <laughs> I knew that one too. I know you did. Uh, that's what really sucks. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with something. God, I wish we, we could. Any money. We don't have anything. <laughs> We got something. We'll give him something for sure. Uh, but that is how the L Cash $25,000 Double Dare works. Oh, man. Sometimes it's just take a breath. Just that's a, You know what? Know. It's the day for that kind of stuff to happen. Disney Plus and now the All Cash twenty five thousand dollars X double. Yeah, and last night just all together. Well, that was just bad for you. I'm sure. Seattle's no, I'm sure it was bad for a lot of other people Seahawks too. Seahawks fans, I'm sure, are pretty happy about. It. But uh, if you would like to play twelve thirty today is happening with Jason Drew. Four thirty today with Adam. Your next chance to play along with us for some cash for sure. We got some pop culture smackdown that's happening next to the X Rock. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and. Got tickets to hand out here today. Ministry coming to the Revolution Concert House and Event Center. That show is happening uh, Saturday, November 23rd. So we will get you set up with those tickets if you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. And today we're going to do a fun round of uh, that uh, name that movie line. Uh, I have to name the line from the oh, movie. No, I'll give you a movie, uh, a line from a movie, and oh. you have to. So name that movie. Yeah, name that movie. Gotcha. And not to be outdone, Big J, who's opening that ministry show? Um, oh, God. I'm sorry. I thought you knew. Uh, Phil Anselmo of Pantera. I did not know that. Uh, and the illegals will be there opening up the ministry. The illegals. Show. They're illegal. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play. Let's see what you got. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. Name that movie line slash movie. Hello, the X. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up? What's your name? Don. All right, Don. 
Here, here you go. I'm going to give you a movie line. You tell me what movie it's from, okay? What? Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Look at that. There you go. Nick, you talking to me? Well, uh, do you want the original? In you talking to me? Taxi driver. There you go. Right. All right. Uh, here we go. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Right. Good job. All right. You had me at hello. Jerry Maguire. Right. That's right. To infinity and beyond. Which one? Toy Story. That's correct. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Um, Sydney Portier. Why is the name escaping me? And you can see it. You can see it. Everything. I can see the name. I can see the actor. I got the actor. I'm pretty sure he won an Oscar for this. Uh, He did. Um, Oh, man. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Uh... Guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> what? Well, it's a movie, Sydney Portier. So okay. it's the only Sydney Portier movie I can think. I think you made that of. up. I'll have to look at that up. But uh, no, it is not. Wrong. It is in the heat of the night. In the heat right. Of the night. Congratulations, man! You've got yourself tickets to Ministry and Phil Anselmo. Hang on one second. We'll get you some information and make sure you're all set and good to go. And that is how Pop Culture Smackdown works. On the way, recap of the morning after Fantasy Football League. <laughs> That is a song called The Jester from Bad Flower here on 100.3 The X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J, and it is time. Week number 10 of the Morning After Fantasy Football League in the books. Let's start out with Fried Truckin'. Big J, how's it looking for your team? Fried trunk, uh, Fried Truckin' is, is burnt. Oh, no. It's got burnt. That's not good, dude. Uh, no, no, just by the, the, the smallest of hairs. By the way, so uh, last night it all came down to last night. But let's go over my team here real quick because it is abysmal, man. Uh, I scored a measly sixty-three points. Well, almost sixty-four points. Uh, Jared Goff, my quarterback, got me three points, almost four. I mean, he really put in put in the effort. <laughs> uh, my stud running back, one Ezekiel Elliott, got me six points. Saquon Barkley, uh, who I uh, you know I I, I drafted. Got me three points. Cooper Cup, little Cooper Cup. He's been a rock star here the last few weeks anyways. Uh, he got me zero points. Okay, I mean, he might as well have been hurt. Uh, he got shut out. Uh, Calvin Ridley got me 4.7 points. I mean, nearly the most points on my team. Uh, the defense, the, the tight end on my teams have just been, you know, terrible. So, uh, Tyler Higby from L.A., uh, he got me 2.2 points. Latavius Murley, who listen, you were all in on that Rams offense this week, and it did not it, do you any. Favors. I didn't have a choice, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. I guess I could have went with, uh, I've picked up another quarterback, but there weren't a lot of choices, and I knew Ryan Finley wasn't going to do super great. But uh, either way, uh, Latavius Murray, listen, he's been a stud the last few weeks, but that's been because Alvin Kamara has been injured and out. Uh, he did not uh, do much in my flex position; got me almost two points. Uh, Tyreek Hill, on the other hand, the stud of my team this week, twenty-two points. Greg Zerlino, we got me four points. I mean, it was bad with the L.A. Rams doing so poorly, and and I knew that that matchup with Pittsburgh wasn't great, but what are you going to do? I streamed this defense because I knew that the the Cowboys might struggle, 
and boy was I right on that, Nick, because they got zero points. The Jets got me 16 points. Not bad, dude. Um, not bad. Tough because I have had one of my feature players was going against that, but I mean, those are the same thing happened with the team that went against me. So here's what I ended up going up against. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo last night, you know, could, I mean, at the beginning looked like he was just going to have a crazy game. He only got him, uh, Team Vesuvius, 10 points. Uh, uh the running back from Detroit there, only got five and a half points. Uh, but he, it looks like he had a bunch of players on, uh, uh, you know, well, it's one of the other bad teams in the league, but, you know, doesn't have a lot of running backs to choose from. Uh, Tyler Lockett, who was going last night again, looked like he was going to do pretty good, but they got injured in the game. He only got 2.9 points. And, um, you know, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, his stud t- tight end, 13 and a half points. But the ref, his team, uh, was much like mine. In fact, we were so close. And then, uh, but one caveat, he had the Seahawks defense who, you know, that scoop and score from Jadavion Clowney uh, really uh, was the uh, knife and the dagger. And uh, they finished out pretty well. So uh, he ended up with 68.62 points. I mean, five points. If I could have just scraped some by. Uh, and so it lands me at four and six. Uh, overall, so uh, not 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 good. I, I could have uh, may have been going going places that I beat this team. Yeah, but unfortunately, uh, the low score of the week for Big J just wasn't enough to push him in there, and now finds himself in the bottom half of the league. Just well, not going where so I've well. been, I've been there. I've well, been... no, you were making a playoff. You were, you're on a two game losing streak. You were in fifth place, ready to make a playoff yeah, push. Yeah, but it just hasn't worked out for you the last couple weeks. On the flip side of that, Pickle Nick is hitting its stride, so watch out, everybody. Thanks to uh, guys like Kyler Murray, who I got in the second-to-last round and has been nothing short of a stud. 27 points out of him uh, this week, which is great. 25 points out of the Steelers' defense. 12 points out of the kicker that I picked up off of the waiver wire, Matt Gay, for the uh, the Buccaneers. 19 points for Melvin Gordon. Le'Veon Bell with 12. That led me to 123 points. A great game for my team. And a good performance by Barakua, who is still the 12th place team in the league, but just got a tough luck loss this week. Uh, Jameis Winston did well for her. Randall Cobb did well for her. Uh, DJ Moore did well. And so did uh, Philip Barber and Doyle, the tight end for Indianapolis, but only 86 points. Uh, good enough to beat a lot of teams this week, just uh, going up against me. And so it ended up uh, a loss for her to fall to 2-8. and eight. I improved to 4-6 and six with a two-game winning streak. Ready to go uh, for it. The other winning streak that came to a screeching halt was K.O. Hood. Uh, seven in a row, uh, Kim's assistant had won. Unfortunately, uh, Brian Hoyer could not continue that magic, nor could Mark Ingram, or Josh Jacobs did pretty good, but that was the only player uh, of uh, K.O. Hood's that was in double figures. Only 66 points offered up by that team this week. Haymakers got a big performance out of Aaron Jones for the Packers and the Ravens defense to score 109 points. Easy victory for the Haymakers to even their record at 5-5. Five and five. Uh, and, of course, Hot Chub Time Machine continues to roll on. The high score of the week goes to Dell. 130 points this week to improve to 9-1. and one. Cowboy Killers put up a valiant effort at 92 points, but just not enough to overcome the basic uh, performance out of Delvin Cook, who has been really, really good this year, his second-round pick. He even picked up Ryan Tannehill off the waiver wire, Big J, somebody that you passed on, and he put up 19 points for him. Amari Cooper did well, and so did uh, the 49ers defense last night. 130 points for Hot Chub Time Machine. Cowboy Killers leading scorer Pat Mahomes but not enough to lead him to a victory. Amazing that team is 2-8 with Pat Mahomes on his team, isn't it? 
considering how great his numbers are. The Bears pick up a big win to improve the 5-5 five and five over FC Boise in probably the game of the week, 119-106. to Good performance out of Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, 33 points. Uh, Joe Mixon, 15, and Ronald Jones, uh, 15 for the Buccaneers. Russell Wilson for FC Boise had a good game last night, and uh, the Andrews, the tight end for the Ravens, did well, just not enough to lead him to victory. Kevin falls to 6-4, and four, still in that fourth-place playoff position. Guitar Street Hooligans continue their onslaught as well, 7-3 and three after a big win over Come to the Dak side, 125-72. to 72. Uh, Good performance, a 31-point performance out of Derrick Henry for the uh, the Tennessee Titans was incredible and Christian McCaffrey of course 20 points for him and he didn't even play a kicker this week and still had 125 points decided to just go and bench the kicker because he was on a bye and uh, or I actually I don't even see a kicker on his team now that I'm looking on his bench might have to pick one up there Dan get Street Hooligans so that you can complete your lineup even though you beat up on uh, Dak Prescott and uh, Golden Tate still a uh, pretty good game so we got ourselves a bit of a push now there's still uh there's still four weeks left so it's really anybody's game to make the playoffs i think dell pretty much has clinched a position here even though it doesn't say so at nine and one guitar street hooligans and ko hood both seven and three but there's gonna be a lot of people positioning for that last uh, playoff position, including you and I, Victor. No, no, out of it yet. neither of us are going to make it. Hey, listen, I have got the longest, well, the second longest winning streak in the league. So never say no to me. I got a big game against uh, KO Hood this particular week, though. I'm going to need to be one of the better teams in the league if I'm going to have a chance. And Big J, you got Barracuda this week, so we'll see what ends up happening as we head into week number 11. But thank you to Dave and Buster's for being a great sponsor for the morning after fantasy football league. Remember, it's your football headquarters. We are there every Sunday from 11 to 1, giving away prizes, hanging out for some of the games. And then, of course, you have an opportunity to go there on Thursday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday for all the football action. Enjoy some great food and games while you watch the games. Coming up in a few minutes, some bad impressions. That's next on the X-Rock. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. All right, let's hook it up, man. Idaho Snowmobile Show is happening this weekend at Expo Idaho. All the snowmobile stuff you can imagine will be there, including equipment and demonstrations. So uh, we'll get you out there if you can figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003 is the phone number. Big J has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, you've got an event you're going to this weekend, and hopefully that makes you pretty happy. Good morning, EX. Morning, morning. How you doing, brother? What's your name? Adam. All right, Adam. Good luck. I just recently played Neil Armstrong in the movie First Man. Uh, next one. I was nominated for an Oscar in La La Land, but didn't win. Uh, next one. I've been in romantic movies like The Notebook and Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, um, it's uh, what's uh, the good Ryan Gosling? There you hey, go, man. Good job, nice. dude. Way to figure that one out. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those snowmobile show tickets happening this weekend at Expo Idaho. Why is Ryan Gosling in this? Hey, happy birthday to Ryan. Oh, happy birthday, Mr. Ryan. Handsome is what I like to call him. Of course. How old do you think he is? Well, probably 36. No, you're close, though. He's 39 years old. 39. Uh, not sure what he's up to. Not a lot uh, on his docket of things. Listen, he's just being attractive, walking around doing his thing, right? Yeah. You well, know what that's like. Yeah, I do. So uh, if you were Ryan Gosling, what would you do? 
probably get in. I'd probably be wanting to get into the cine- cinematic universe of, of uh, Marvel. Uh, yeah, nice. I think that's pretty much what every actor wants to do at some point in their career. But yeah. it's easier said than done these days. As well, I guess there's more projects now. But uh, would you would you say like uh, being on a TV series like Disney Plus would be a slap in the face for somebody like Ryan Gosling? No. No, not at all. Yeah, it's a good way to get in, right? And maybe they might expand it into the actual movie universe soon. Sure. Or get them into Star Wars. Something fun. Might as well. There's plenty of that Instead coming. Of something boring. <laughs> Most of the stuff he's in. Uh, it's true. It's uh, Some of his stuff that he is in is tough to watch, for sure. But there's your bad impressions. We will wrap up the show here in a few seconds. That's next on the X. That is Green Day, the father of all mother bleepers here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap up the morning after with uh, you and I, Big J. It was a solid Tuesday show. Thank you all for coming in. Couldn't give away any money today for the all-cash $25,000 double dare, which always is a kick in the jeans. But you got two more chances today, 1230 and 430 for some cash coming your way. Hopefully you can win that for sure. But we definitely have a movie review coming from Big J called Fun Mom Dinner. He's going to watch that tonight and let you know how it is tomorrow on the show. We also had a chance to talk a little bit about Disney+. Plus. I imagine you'll uh, immerse yourself in some Star Wars tonight if you can get that thing streaming, right? Yeah. So we'll maybe we'll get an idea of how that is. And it's just one episode, and it's a TV series, so I'm guessing it's probably anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes long. And it won't suck up too much of your day. Is it supposed to be like an hour-long thing? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't wanted to look at anything. Yeah. So... I don't know. We'll find out. It, like, it matters. Doesn't It does not matter. You are in no matter some, what. Yeah, when there are some things you're into, it doesn't matter. And so tomorrow there will be lots to talk about about that for sure. More chances at some ministry and Phil and Salmo tickets happening tomorrow too. And that leaves you, Big J, with the floor, sir. Yeah, I'm trying to recover from a bad night. Fantasy football, real football, just, uh, you know, it's only a game. T- keep telling yourself that. It's only a game. What do you do to get yourself into a good mood? After a night like that, uh, watch some streaming dumbass, I guess, and have a great day at work and talk about medical coverage. Oh man, open enrollment meetings today, baby! What a nightmare. Next set of extract brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It is T Mazda Subaru's website, a great place to start your next new or used car adventure. Jason Drew, he's up next at CX Rock.